Good morning and welcome. This is Peggy Caruso from the Revolutionized Podcast. Sorry about that. I am the owner of Life Coaching and Beyond, an eight-time entrepreneur and the author of four books. My last one just being released called Take the First Shot. And as you know, we always have some very interesting guests and I allow them to introduce themselves and what they do. So welcome, Dr. Phil Agrios. Hi, Peggy. Thank you so much for having me. Oh, I'm so glad that you're here. Yeah, so um, uh, my name is Dr. Paul Bagrios. I'm an international personal business consultant, and I work with people all around the world to help them to really understand who they really are so they can stop their own self-sabotage so they can get to the success they want. And uh, it's um, just having fun doing it. Well, as you know, I am a um, executive and personal development coach and I've been in business a long time. I've owned eight businesses, but I always feel that no matter where we are in life, we could all use a coach. And just so the audience knows that I hired you to coach me uh, out of something that I was, I guess, too close to the situation. Do you want to elaborate on, do you have a lot of people that that happens to and what are your thoughts on that? Oh, definitely. Well, first of all, Michael Jordan, I believe, had 10 coaches so he was pretty good and uh, you really look at anybody who's very successful they always have coaches because it allows them to understand that they don't know everything and they need other people and different perspectives as well um, I do uh, coach a lot of coaches and one of the things that they feel that they need to know that they should know all this and I tell them we're not going to offset what you don't what you know it's you're so close to it you can't see it and i'm just going to allow you to pull back a bit and see it as you did with yourself and it allows them to really take a deep breath and don't feel so pressured uh, of expectations that they always have to be on quote unquote right so it's fun doing that and it's also not even with coaches it's also with other people as well whether or not they're an executive uh, ceo of a multi-billion uh, dollar company teenagers or whatever, people have to really understand that we have actually a protective mechanism that I discovered within us that actually stops them from the success that they need, that they are looking to achieve. So am I correct in the fact that you coach um, many different people as I do, like I do a lot of executive, but I also do children, marriage, family. Do you do the same thing as well? Yes. And um, it was interesting is that once people understand why they're protecting themselves from the people that they love or the people they're in business with or their customers or whatever the case may be, they now realize that by using a one little simple simple solution that I discovered allows them to shift it immediately from a protective stage into allowing them to grow with those people. I feel your program is really good because I, I feel as though you help people reach results you know, relatively quickly. Sometimes it can it can take a long time, but I thought your approach was really well. Do you want to elaborate on that a little bit? Sure, thank you. Basically, about 30 years ago, I discovered what I call the inborn sabotage trait. We actually have a trait that's inborn. You can't get rid of it. And it's there, as I said previously, to protect us from the very success that we seek because subconsciously, the success that we want is more painful than where we are at that moment in time. And this uh, particular sabotage trait is not there to undermine us because if you want to look back at the original word of sabotage, back in the uh, late 1800s, it was used for social warfare to help the factory workers to slow down, create inefficiencies to get the attention of the factory 
uh, work uh, owners so that they can start making a deal and create a more balance. And that's what I found that our own sabotaging trade does as well. It gets our attention by creating inefficiencies in our lives so that we can look for the imbalance so we can balance it out. And one of the things I really uh, I stress with, especially with uh, business people, is that there are really three reasons why people do not achieve success. The first one is that they attained success before and they lost it. And that if they actually gained that again, it would be more painful to lose it so they don't do it. So I had a uh, particular client that told me that he had a $10 million idea that he shelved. And I, my first question was, when did you lose your first million? And he says, how did you know that? I said, well, if I had a $10 million idea, I wouldn't be shelving it. Because, well, I did have, um, I lost a million dollars. And I was, for five months, on my sister's couch, homeless. And, I, and so he was very traumatically uh, affected by that. So he said he was able to get it going and get back uh, get his business back into, into gear. And I said, okay, when did you lose your second million? He goes, how did you know that? I said, same reason. He goes, well, I made a $750,000 um, investment and the guy took off on it and it caused me a problem. And I said, can you understand that if you made $10 million, you would have 10 to 20 times more pain than if you achieved that and you lost that 10 million? And it was just complete silence. So guess what he's doing? He's working on this $10 million idea. The second part is that I actually will have to do things to get to success. I can't binge watch my Netflix. I'd have to go back to school or I have to read a book or I have to do this or hire a coach. That's painful for people. So it's more work than what they really feel that the success is. So that success is more painful than actually going through and doing what they need to do. The third part is that if they actually did uh, double their business, they'll have more problems because now they're more overwhelmed. They can't even see their family now. They're never going to see their family or whatever the case may be. So those are the three reasons why people do not obtain success. And it's because the inborn sabotaging trait is there protecting them. And once they understand what I call the one sentence solution, their antidote by working on that is actually impossible to sabotage yourself. And over three decades, thousands of people from all walks of life and ages, I could not disprove this. And it works 100% of the time. Well, it's very, very interesting. I have a million questions for you. (laughs) But one of the things I would like to say um, that I would like the audience to be aware of is myself. I teach that personal professional go hand in hand, but I lost my life savings and you know that about me. Um, And I have reached success. Like I said, it wasn't always easy. I've owned a lot of businesses. You're always up, you're down. I've, I've lost my life savings and I was not that person who was afraid. So I feel like it's a, it can be a combination that personal and professional go hand in hand. And you can use me for an example is I'm, I'm not afraid of success and I keep going and you know that, but sometimes you can roll too hard and your past Uh, trauma in life can affect your health and can affect your business going forward. And that's basically where I was. And you helped me with that. So do you see that in a lot of people that it's not necessarily fear of of regaining the success and losing it? Like in my case, I wasn't, but that the personal and professional go hand in hand. Right. Because your personal life and your business are one. They're not separate. So when you use your antidote, you affect both at the exact same time. And when you have that sabotaging trait, it affects both at the exact same time. So you may, what happens in your case was that 
by you focusing all on the business and not the part of the personal aspects we worked on, it actually caused a problem with success because you always focused on the business instead of the personal. Once you were able to look at the business, that if I actually had that success, if you remember, it would have caused more pain. But when you looked at it in a different way, it created you to let go of certain things, which caused you the success. Does that make sense? So if I actually had that relationship with somebody that I would have more pain because now I'm going to work really hard and try to deal with that person, which that person was not willing to change. The success is actually disconnecting from that person. So by, by looking at it, it's always one thing or the other. It's whether you protect or grow, you expand or contract, you give or take. They're both the same. It's just depending on what side you want to look at. So when people go, you know, my life is falling apart, and I said, congratulations, it's, always, it's also falling together. Same feeling, but what side of the coin do you want to look at? And when they really look at that situation, that everything is a gift and everything is a detriment or it's just neutral. And it's because of our own life experiences that we put different meanings on it will cause us to have different consequences. Does that, does that help in that end of it? Yes. And I love that because, you know, there's a lot of people who will come to me in coaching and think it's just a canned program about the reason I brought that up is because. I want people to be aware that there are many aspects in your life that can affect your business, your personal, like you said, they go hand in hand. So how do you help children? Give me some uh, examples there. Well, if I can go back into the, there's only basically three sabotaging traits that I found, and I call them the, the uh, director saboteur, the communicator saboteur, and the supplier saboteur. And one of the reasons how you can help children is you need to deal with your parents. What I found is that the reason why I could judge you, Peggy, is because, as you know, you have that supplier saboteur. And if I have it, that's my dominant, where I can really become self-nourishing. I can just yell at you and go, hey, just say no. You know, what's wrong with you? you you're always being taken advantage of. Or if you are a director saboteur and you're scattered all over the place and I'm very dominant and I, I'm very structured and go, just make a list. What's wrong with you? Or I'm a great communicator and you don't express yourself well. I may say, just open your mouth. All you got to do is just open your mouth. So I can judge you. But then again, you can judge me because my sabotaging trait, let's say, is your strength. And once you realize that, that your children... Each children has their own sabotaging trait, and by using their antidote specifically, you help shift them to understand that. For instance, uh, during one of my workshops in another state, um, one of the managers came up to me and said, hey, look, my son, uh, he's always upstairs playing video games. What can I do? So I asked him a few questions. I was able to ascertain his son's sabotaging trait, and then I gave him his son's uh, more of an expanded uh, antidote. Within less than a week, his son was coming downstairs, spending time with the family, and within a couple of months, their relationship skyrocketed because the manager really understood his own sabotaging trade and antidote. He realized that he was making fun of his son. He was doing certain things because he was trying to support his son in the way he thought he needed support not really how and why he really needs the support, which is really how the manager needs the support. And that's what we do. But but I've seen shifts in marriages and partners, business partners or children because the parent, by addressing them and dealing with them in a much different way, according to what that person's weakness is, by doing it, I've seen a major shift. And then depending on the, uh, who they are, I would get on the um, call with the parent 
and helping the child to understand what they're doing, depending on how old they are. And by using these particular words, what I discovered is when I start talking about your sabotage trait in certain words, it's a subconscious link that you really start to understand. If you remember how I was talking with you and you're like, wow, that makes really a lot of sense. And we were only having a conversation for a couple of uh, minutes. I didn't really ask you how you felt and all this. I was able to go immediately into who I know you were. And by using that antidote, you were able to see how it was not only affecting your business, but it was also affecting your, your personal life because you were overly you were, you were overly using the sabotage trait in the business because you would go, go, go. And then you didn't really see it where you were valuing your yourself in your own personal life. So you were overvaluing in the business and you were undervaluing the personal, but even though you were successful in the business, overall, there was an imbalance. Yes. And two things based on what you just said. First of all, in in my case, me taking a break from business and stepping back a little bit, I actually did better. You know, it's kind of like even before I met you years ago, I figured out, you know, I used to hit the ground running and go, 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 go. And as soon as I, you know, I, I attributed that to my success. But when you slow down and you slow your mind down and your body down, you're actually more productive and more successful. Would you agree with that? Yes, because... In the other end, you're in a fight and flight syndrome. If you, if those of you that understand how the hormones, cortisol and other different hormones that are coming to protect you are just honing in on one thing. They're not seeing the broader picture when you're sitting back chilling out. So you're also having a physical experience, even though mentally you're just focusing on certain things and then how you're feeling can be suppressed or it can be overly sensitive and then causing you to not make decisions based on feeling more in, in a growth stage instead of more of a fear protective stage. The other point um, from your previous answer to the question was the kids and parents. And I I'm so grateful that you said that you have to work with the parents as well, because in my case, a lot of times the parents will just drop off the child and think that, you know, a coach can fix their child without their input. And that is so not true. We only have them for a short period of time and you have to work simultaneously with the parents, just as you said. So thank you for letting parents know that out there. Well, it's like anything else. Look, we're, they're having a great experience when we're talking, but they go back into a hostile environment or a non-hostile environment or non-supportive environment. And now we have them for maybe an hour, but now they're having them for days. And once they can make some hard choices, and that's what happens too. The parents don't want to make those hard choices. They don't. I've seen parents don't want to do what's necessary because it's more painful. Not that they're bad people. It's because it's more painful to go into doing what they need to do. That success, even with their child, and they and what happens is through that protective mode, we'll look at it. Well, as a child, he's all over the place, or she's doing this and that. But it's not what I gave them. And we have a really Look, I have two children. I have two daughters, the 27, 22, and, and one of them almost committed suicide. Ten more minutes later, if my ex didn't get to her, she would have died. So I fully understand the dy dynamics of the whole th thing. I, I went through a lot of stuff in order to, to understand this. And one of the problems I find is that the parent really needs to understand that they've had them for how many years? Now, the parent may be 45 years old and hasn't gotten their act together. And you have a 5-year-old or a 10-year-old or a 17-year-old who's been on this earth less, and they're wondering why they don't have their act together. And you got to realize these kids are looking for your guidance. And even though you may say things, it's what you're doing in the whole dynamic of the thing. 
and how can they protect themselves from the family or their sibling or their father or a mother who may be not as supportive as they should or may be mean to them on a verbal level or they're physically abusing them. So it's creating that whole environment that they really need to uh, change because I can put a nice healthy apple in a barrel of rotten apples. It's going to change. That is so very true. And everything you say makes perfect sense. I would um, absolutely love to have you back. I'm sure that I'm going to get a lot of calls on how wonderful uh, the information was that you shared. So if someone wanted to get a hold of you, could you tell our audience um, exactly you know, where your website is and how to get a hold of you? Yes, um, it's uh, dragrios.com. It's D-R-A-G-R-I-O-S.com. And when they go there, they can actually take a short nine-question quiz. And I give them their inborn sabotage and trait for free. And then they'll be emailed their antidotes. And they can start immediately seeing how that particular antidote, uh, that particular uh, sabotage trait has caused all their problems throughout their lives. When I first discovered this, I was on my living room floor and I looked at this and I went, look to my left, which was my past, and I went, are you kidding me? This caused all this? And I said, it can't be this simple. And then when I found the antidote, I looked at it. I was like, oh my God, I can shift this off. And I said, it can't be this simple. And I looked to my right, which was my future. And I said, every time I'm stressed, every time I'm in anxiety or whatever the case may be, it is due to my sabotage trait. And by using my antidote, I can start balancing it out. And I said, this can't be this simple. And I went out for decades to try to disprove this and I could not. So they can actually get that. Now, when they get their their uh, descriptions, it's basic. It's going to help them really start getting it. It's not as basic, but it gets into it. And therefore, they can really get more into it. I have a book there they can look at. I have online courses. Um, I just, I'm just going to be launching out my new called uh, You Got This, Retire Your Inner Critic, Transform Your Life. Those to the quiz, but it also allows them to really understand their sabotage created an antidote. And then I give them five techniques that can neutralize their stress immediately. And then there's other ones too as well. But once they get that antidote and they and their sabotage trait and they have their kids or their spouse or significant other take it, they can now start seeing why they do what they do. And once they understand that saying, you know, my sabotage trait is my uh, my challenge for the rest of my life. And once you realize that everybody has a challenge for the rest of their life and they're in their lives to help support them so they can move forward as well as they're in your life to support you, then you can now move together in a more of a growth stage. And I've seen, I've had many people come back to me and go, wow, this is so quick and understanding of what's happening. And so people sometimes would want to work with me. I do one-on-one programs. I'm starting up a group coaching course as well as uh, workshops that I do around the country. Well, that's amazing. And everyone will like to take that quiz. I would encourage everyone to do that. And if you have any difficulty getting a hold of him, you can always uh, get my information off my website, lifecoachingandbeyond.com. Thank you for listening to the Revolutionized Podcast, and we'll see you next time. Thanks. Thanks.